Welcome to Superman and Lois, the New Adventures podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We're here to talk all about the upcoming Superman and Lois television series on the CW. And we've got some really good news to get into about the show. So we're getting closer to it now as the CW has announced a release date for Superman and Lois. The first episode will be February 23rd of 2021. That sounds really far away, but December is like almost half over. So that's really not that far away. And yeah, that's that's really exciting. It's it's not like earth changing information, but it's just nice to know that we have a final a final date. And we know when it's coming. Right. Little under two and a half months away. So there had been it had previously been announced that it would air Tuesdays at nine following the flash. So February 23rd, 9 p.m. Eastern set your whatever you set in today's technology world or the next day, the 24th, it will be streaming on the CW's website, or if you buy it digitally, uh, we'll talk about that in the future. But yeah, it's nice to have a date. I know they had initially talked about, after being delaying the season start to the winter, they talked about the January release date. I'm much happier that they pushed it back. Obviously, I would like to see it sooner, but considering filming started late October, October 21st, I believe, if they had tried to release it early to mid January, we're talking two and a half to three months at most from start of filming to actually releasing the first episode. And that's normal for returning shows or anything like that. But for doing a pilot, you want extra time for because it takes extra time to film them usually. And also you want to get the special effects right. This is the first impression you want to get everything right. And a big thing with special effects is not just the budget and the money that everybody talks about. It is the time it takes. So having four months Instead of two and a half, I think that can make a big difference. And uh, I'm pretty excited it, it is not till February 23rd, even though obviously I'd love to see it today. Yeah, it'd be great to see it right now. But like you said, it, it takes time. And especially with all of the extra precautions that they have to do that aren't a normal part of the whole filming process. It's just that more added steps and time that it takes to get this show out. So honestly, getting it out in before the end of February is a pretty impressive feat considering all the hoops that they've had to jump through. So yeah, it's very exciting and can't come here soon enough. Yeah. It also should build in a little bit of a cushion. If there does need to be a slight delay or anything like that, if they need to stop filming in the future, I know the flash had a situation. They stopped filming. I don't know if they've returned yet um, because of a, a positive test from somebody in the crew, I believe, but this will build in a little bit of extra time. Hopefully they've got six or eight episodes at least done finished filmed and are working on future ones by the time the show actually premieres that way they should have some some lead time yeah so zach 13 episodes if it's 13 episodes would take it directly to may 18th and that's if there is no break at all um no idea on the number of episodes yet we haven't gotten official word obviously it has a 13 episode initial order which could be extended supergirl is getting 20 which for the final season which they said it would be more than the other shows so i think Flash might be looking at something like 18 or 16, something like that. Um, so I guess we'll just have to wait and see on the number of episodes. I don't know how late in the year they're going to want to go into June or July or, or August or what. Yeah. And I mean, if they tell a really great story with 13 episodes, I, I don't care if that's all we get. It's it's more about what they can do with the, the number of episodes. But yeah, if they did 13 and then maybe got a, a few extra tacked on to do like a big multi-part finale and ended up with 15 or 16 episodes that would be pretty cool too that's what i was thinking if i said put the over under at 15 and a half episodes yeah. what would you take uh i'd take under I'd, I'd think they would probably do these 13 and then do a two-part finale if they were going to do that yeah i think i 
my guess would be 13 to 15. There's yeah. a chance for 16 or something like that. And the, the benefit there, if they don't have any major delays, they should be ready, knock on wood, if everything goes well for a season two renewal and to have a normal season two in the fall. Yeah. And obviously, I, I think it really does look like everything is going to be cleared up by then. So they would be able to just kind of go back to, to normal and, and do a full season, like you said. And hopefully it's very successful and a lot of people like it and they they get a full order and we get another you know 22 episodes or whatever they want to do yeah absolutely the other major news the cw has finally released the first official look at tyler hecklin's superman suit for the show we've got a photo here in front of the daily planet looks like a heavily edited photo but we get to see most of the costume can't see all of the boots what's your just overall thoughts on this first look here overall it, it looks really good i mean Especially if you look at a side-by-side of the old costume or some of the other costumes we've seen this version of Superman in, this is a huge improvement and um, it looks really good. I I always like the Superman suits that have like all of the little textures in them that you can see in the fabric. I don't know. It just makes it look a lot cooler. There's been some some versions that are way smoother and obviously the, the old, old Superman suits were basically just like t-shirt material so it was completely smooth but i like seeing all the texture and the the stitching lines and everything it just makes it look kind of futuristic and then the the sharp edges of the belt looks really cool too especially with like the it is a full belt i was just looking at the the henry cavill one and i just think i kind of now realize that he didn't have a belt and it it looked a little it didn't look bad obviously i didn't notice until right now but it's nice to see a (laughs) see the the cool looking belt um it one thing one small thing is that the s the symbol it's a little small but that's not the first thing i notice when i look at it it's just after staring at it for a while yeah i think this looks pretty great overall i mean i have a few nits to pick that we'll we'll get to in a little bit but overall it looks really good it looks like a nice well done it looks like superman it looks nice it looks well done it looks expensive it looks like it will work good in terms of actually shooting the show and and practically uh, be useful. I like pretty much everything about it. This is about what I would have wanted um, for the most part. Looking at it, I think the cape is cape looks great and the way the cape connects is great. The belt I like. Um, the S could be a little bit bigger and I think the colors, I'd like to see what it would look like with a little bit brighter colors uh, mm-hmm. that popped a little more similar to maybe Brandon Rouse Kingdom Come costume. i just like to see that. Uh, I wonder what that would look like but I don't think this is a major thing, but I think it looks really great. Um, in terms of the textures, I'm not as big on that as you are, uh, but I do think it looks good here. I'm not so sure about the seams, which he had in his old costume as well, where you can, or whatever those are, where you can see where it comes together and everything like that, the lines, but the texture does look good here. And I'm really excited. I think it looks about as good as you could hope for, for Superman on a TV show. Uh, and in terms of there is a, the collar is pretty high, which I don't really, think you know carry the way in terms of design i'm just thinking practically if he's going to be wearing this under his street clothes you know at work or whatever that might be a problem but to mention his old costume previously used on other shows um yeah obviously this is to me vastly superior it fixes almost all of the problems i had with it and does everything as good or better except with a maybe exception of yeah i'd like to see what a bigger s would look like but i love the capes And, and the old costume the capes and the belt were just distracting to me the way the cape came over the top yeah and clasped in front but it was actively distracting whenever i looked at the costume and the belt just looked kind of like a cheap one belt and it was flat whereas this has a little more design to it so i think it looks great 
the, the other obvious question is too, like if especially looking at side by side is the the difference in like body build of this at least the way this suit looks so i i don't know i'm assuming he's been working out quite a bit but i don't know if there's some extra padding in there just to enhance that or to make it show up more on screen yeah absolutely it looks a lot bigger and maybe tyler's been lifting or they've built padding in for looks or for practical reasons you know doing a lot of stunts running into things bumping into things that might help Um, but it looks great either way so i don't have a a problem with it in terms of inspiration this is very similar to like the superman reborn costume we talked about smallville season 11 which came before that uh it's pretty similar in designs to those and there's been other ones man of steel was the first live action costume without the trunks although superman fly by the unproduced movie before that had no trunks um but yeah i think this looks great um i'm wondering if we'll ever see the old costume in terms of i'm fine not having seen this yeah but maybe in flashbacks or maybe they'll have one with trunks on in the flashbacks or something like that i don't know but yeah i'm really excited yeah i mean just overall he looks like superman which is basically what what you want in a a costume and like you said there isn't really anything about this that's distracting which it can't be said for all of different versions of costumes we've ever seen for Superman. So yeah, it's, it's really good. Really? It was just the last heckling one that I found that had distracting parts for yeah. me personally. Um, but what do you think about the poster in general? I know these, I'm looking forward to obviously teaser or trailer to see this in motion and everything, um, to see what the colors look like then. But this is obviously the CW edited photo that they like to put out, but it's got the daily planet in the background and this guy, I don't know. I think it looks pretty cool all in all it looks cool you you mentioned before that the picture does seem a little dark and dusky a little bit so it'd be cool to see it in brighter light but yeah it it looks nice and it's it's really cool to see the daily planet focused or featured so heavily in this picture obviously it's going to be a big part of the story or or at least they want to present it that way so that's cool so this costume was designed by laura jean shannon she's worked on iron man doom patrol titan stargirl black lightning uh, done a lot of great work there and she worked along with creative character engineering a company that obviously does costumes and so there was a, an interview with her about the costume and uh, on krypton site and she said we got superman into some custom athletic inspired super boots as a jumping off point which just i guess reading that it's a little disappointing that you can't really see the boots in the first image if that was their yeah. jumping off point but we'll see them uh anyways she said so and and focused on a new neckline and cape to maximize the billowing and movement we all love to see in the books and films that have defined this character for generations a streamlined muscle structure and updated paint job combined with some dynamic design lines and a sculpted armored belt all took his established custom fabric into a new direction to solidify the new look for superman and superman and lois yeah that's cool how thinking of the practical parts of it that we don't always think of when designing a suit obviously you want to look a certain way and that's what people focus on but there's practical things that you need to take into account when doing a a tv show so knowing that i think the cape looks cool and that it will i'm glad they had that in mind in terms of how that functions and how they shoot that and everything and do cool things with the cape visually um and yeah i wonder what the boots will look like i wish they had shown those uh hecklin also had a quote he said i find that the new suit is representative of the show just as this suit is unique and set apart from the ones that preceded it the story we're telling about Clark Superman at this point in his life is unique and something we've never seen before. He also went on and said, I appreciate the opportunity to wear the suit and the responsibility that comes with it, but it's always interesting when I'm asked how I feel about my new suit because I've always felt that the suit doesn't belong to me. It belongs to everyone that finds some kind of meaning in that suit and the symbol on the chest. I just happen to be the one wearing it. I come from the world of baseball and a line of coaches that always 
that always preached that the name on the f- front of the jersey is more important than the one in the back. Because when you wear that jersey, it represents not only you, but your entire team and everyone that has ever worn that jersey that came before you. So when I wear that suit, that's what it means to me. It represents everything that Superman stands for and has stood for for almost a century now. And I look forward to carrying that on that tradition. I don't know about you, but I don't think you could have given a better answer <laughs> to a question about his suit than that. Yeah, that's a really cool, just a really cool Superman type thing to say. Uh, great of, of Hecklin to say that. And it shows they're at least giving honor and respecting previous incarnations of Superman. So Bitsy Tolka shared some photos of the set where there's a stage named after Kirk Allen. I think the costumes department is named after Noel Neal, mm-hmm. the first live action Clark Kent, Superman, and Lois Lane. Uh, so cool things like that. I'm glad they're taking the history of Superman into account and, and respecting it, you know, previous iterations. On to a bit of casting. Jocelyn Picard has been cast as a recurring guest star, Sophie Cushing, according to Krypton site. So this is, quote, the youngest daughter of Lana Lang and Kyle Cushing. Sophie is a spirited, rebellious eight-year-old who's quite a handful, end quote. So she's obviously going to play the younger sister of Sarah Cushing. Picard was previously in Netflix's Away. Yeah, not familiar with this uh, with this actress, but yeah, it's it's nice to see that some of those kind of periphery roles start getting uh, filled in, and obviously these people got to come in and quarantine, and uh, I don't know how how much we'll see of those characters in the show, but it's nice that it's getting casted. Yeah, the, well, the Lang family and Cushing family has been sounds like they're going to have a pretty big role, so I'd expect her to have a, a decent sized role, but she's a recurring guest star, whereas I think all the others are series regulars, so. Maybe not quite as big. Yeah. And David Ramsey is going to direct an episode of Superman Lois, according to Deadline. David Ramsey, as in John Diggle from Arrow. So he's directed two episodes of Arrow before. He's going to be making an appearance on the show as his John Diggle character in Superman and Lois and other CW-verse shows. So he's directing five shows in total and appearing in those five shows. Not necessarily the episodes he directs, but he's basically going to be recurring throughout these CW-verse shows as Diggle. Yeah, that's pretty cool that someone who has a ton of experience in front of the camera in these shows and now some experience behind the camera is going to be involved on both sides of that. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what he does, what he brings to the show. And um, he's a very, very talented person if he can do all this. Yeah, I haven't seen the finale of Arrow, but spoilers, I know at the end of it, he found a certain green ring. And Deadline even says there's been speculation that Diggle might return at some point as a Green Lantern. So stay tuned. Um, yeah, I could think I could see this being, we don't know if they're going to be able to have a crossover still, if the, if the Superman and Lois Batman one, Batwoman one is still planned, but maybe Diggle showing up is going to bring some connective tissue. If he is a Green Lantern, maybe that's going to build towards a bigger threat in the future. You know, maybe a year or two down the line, a crossover where Diggle was out in space as Green Lantern and ran into a big threat, whatever. I don't think dark side, but something big like that and is coming to earth and that sets the stage for a superhero crossover down the line. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, any any possibility of seeing Green Lantern is exciting to me just because I, I love that character so much. I I don't know how... I still am, like, holding out for the Superman... Or, I mean, the, the Green Lantern Corps, like, TV show or set of movies or whatever they want to do that has a way bigger budget than this for space stuff. But for Earth-based things, uh, Green Lantern's a pretty good character to do um, on these lower budget CW shows. So I, I'd be excited to see that. And especially like you said, the idea of him being the one that kind of is the connective tissue that that's a, that's a really good one. Yeah. You can do Greenland pretty easily. Just have green blobs shooting out and whatever yeah. on earth. That's not tricky to do. And they're still doing the Green Lantern HBO max series, I believe, right. but yeah. 
John Stewart isn't a part of that. And this Diggle is kind of John Stewart, except he didn't take his stepdad's name or something like that, whatever. Uh, however, that worked out on Arrow. But so we've got a couple of directors, and Krypton Site is also reporting that Gregory Smith, who has directed 19 episodes of CW superhero shows, will be the second director for Superman and Lois following Lee Tolan Krieger's episode or episodes. They don't know how many. We still don't know how many episodes Lee Tolan Krieger is doing, if he's just doing the first or the first couple or three, but the next director will be Gregory Smith after yeah. that. So another person with a, a lot of experience in, with this universe of shows uh, coming in and using their talents. Uh, that's good. And there's also news on Krypton site that Adam Mallinger is going to direct or write an episode of Superman and Lois. He was previously a writer's assistant on Blood and Treasure. He's been known on Twitter as a bitter script reader, gone under that name for many years, and is a longtime Superman fan and has talked about lots of Superman stuff over the years and his fandoms of 90s and uh, Dan Jurgens stuff and, and all kinds of different things in the past. So I'm pretty excited to see what he does with an episode as someone who coming from the comic book background, uh, reading comic books and, and knowing lots of characters and storylines and that kind of stuff. That makes me pretty excited to see how much comic book stuff he can bring into an episode. Yeah, it's, it's always cool to get people who are, have liked Superman for a long time and read the comics to come in. And hopefully he gets a lot of freedom to, like you said, bring in some of those elements to the show. Absolutely. Just a, a bunch of random behind the scenes stuff. Bitsy Tolik and Tyler Hecklin participated in a Boys and Girls Club virtual event, whatever it takes to be a hero. You can find this on YouTube in the show notes. It's actually really cool. Um, they talked about the pandemic and staying safe. They talked about what it, whatever it takes to be a hero, as the title would say. And yeah, I talked a little bit about Superman and Lois. Nothing earth shattering any news or anything there, but it was just cool insights. Uh, Bitsy talked about how with the pandemic restrictions, like she's had to check and see when it's okay to put her hand on the shoulder of the boys and things like that because she's playing their mom, but they're trying to stay safe and all that. So all the restrictions there. Um, and also they they seem to genuinely get, get along and have fun with each other. That was really something that jumped out, Tyler and Bitsy. Uh, Bitsy said on her first day off from from work she called tyler to see uh you know as they said they missed each other and all that and yeah i wonder if everybody missed them on the set and that kind of stuff it was it was funny um but they're just really great you know whatever they talk about this show or what it takes to be a hero all that kind of stuff in general it's really cool and gets me really excited because they're saying all the right things and and makes me more excited for the show yeah and it's it's awesome to see their their real life chemistry and rapport that obviously should uh translate to the screen and it's good to know that they have that relationship behind the scenes that they can uh bring forward and bitsy also shared some photos on twitter of the daily planet so uh, a picture of the newspaper the computer with her mug and her her press pass i didn't spend a ton of time combing through this but there is some there's some interesting little things in the in the newspaper if you want to go and read through it about uh the the mammoths the hockey stars and obviously superman saving people from a burning building that sort of thing yeah these are cool to see cool to see behind the scenes type stuff nothing earth shattering here the the lois lane press pass thing it just looks like bitsy showed up for work one day it's just like a random picture of her yeah it doesn't look like a i don't know what i would think of when i think of a press pass it doesn't look bad or anything it's just funny um there's the l mug whatever it's cool to see tyler ask clark Kent at the daily planet we haven't seen that before so that's something exciting to look forward to. And lastly, looking at the greater CW-verse, a Naomi TV series is in development at the CW. Uh, this is one of several DC-related TV shows. Uh, we're mentioning this one because this is a new character who first appeared in 2019, 
and Superman appeared in the character's first issue. So he had a fun little cameo. Like I don't know if I call it a cameo. He had an important role in the background, kind of. Uh, basically, he smashes through Naomi's town fighting Mongol. Uh, spoilers for this first issue if you haven't read it. He smashes through the town. Uh, and that's like the most exciting thing that's ever happened in this small town. And then the next day, he comes back and tries to fix it up and and stuff like that and naomi is kind of obsessed so i don't know if they're gonna or has an obsession with the superman complex um so i don't know if they're gonna touch on that if they're gonna have superman involved but i think it a cameo could be fun in the pilot or something like that and ties into ties into you know see tyler superman show up could be a really cool way to do that yeah i i'm not super familiar i've actually haven't read the first issue of that but if there's a tv show coming out i might catch up on that but yeah it's there's only it's six episodes, six issues of the character yeah. ever. And then she, she popped up like in action comics later and, and met up with Superman. I think I haven't read that part yet. Um, so it's not like a, a major character. It's a new one, pretty cool character, um, but very new, obviously. Yeah. Exciting. And obviously any, any connection to the comics with Superman, it's, it's nice to see that brought to CW. Yeah. And the, the CW also has like a Yara floor wonder girl series, which is a character that doesn't exist yet. I think will exist in January. And a painkiller spinoff of Black Lightning in development. So um, I don't know. Any thoughts on any of that? Painkiller being Khalil from Black Lightning. Yeah, it is It is interesting the number of, of <laughs> shows that they have in the works, um, especially with some of these kind of smaller, lesser known ca- characters getting their, their own shows. So I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say like that they're throwing whatever they want at the wall and seeing what sticks but that it could be interpreted that way or it could just be interpreted as they're very confident in their ability to make good superhero shows and so far they are they have been pretty good at that yeah i don't know if they're if they want to pick up all of these or if they are trying out a few drop down a pool stick snap it in half and <laughs> um see which ones are best because uh, there's still like green arrow and the canaries out there which hasn't gotten official word obviously it doesn't look good if it hasn't been picked up yet but it's weird. Um, I think any of these shows could be good or cool. It's just weird that they're, I don't know, just some really obscure characters or characters don't exist yet, considering Legends of Tomorrow barely has any DC characters anymore. Batwoman now stars an original character. And so the, the Wonder Girl series is like the third Wonder Girl who doesn't exist yet. Painkiller is actually pretty cool, um, but it's like taking the sixth most interesting part of Black Lightning and pulling that out and isolating yeah. it. Um so it's just kind of weird. I am most excited about Naomi, partially because of the ties to Superman. If they do that, I think that could be really cool. Uh, but she's a bit different character, and that's a bit of a different story than than something we've ever seen versus uh, some of the other ones. All right, well, I think that's all we have for today. Next time we're going to be doing, obviously, catching up on the news as well as reviewing The Adventures of Superman pilot from 1952 starring George Reeves and Phyllis Coates. So if you want to watch along, it's only 25 minutes. You can watch that, and we will talk about it on the next episode. Uh, and in the meantime, if you want to review us on iTunes, we'd really appreciate that or Apple podcasts or wherever you listen. Uh, thanks for listening and we'll be back soon. Bye.